In this devotional, I'm going to share with you three thoughts from Joshua chapter 8, verses 30 through 35, where I'll answer the question, how does Joshua renew the covenant? Joshua chapter 8, verses 30 through 35 says, At that time Joshua built an altar to the Lord, the God of Israel, on Mount Ebal. Just as Moses, the servant of the Lord, had commanded the people of Israel, as it is written in the book of the law of Moses, an altar of uncut stones upon which no man has wielded an iron tool. And they offered on it burnt offerings to the Lord and sacrificed peace offerings. And there, in the presence of the people of Israel, he wrote on the stones a copy of the law of Moses, which he had written. And all Israel, sojourner as well as native-born, with their elders and officers and their judges, stood on opposite sides of the ark before the Levitical priests who carried the ark of the covenant of the Lord, half of them in front of Mount Gerizim, and half of them in front of Mount Ebal, just as Moses the servant of the Lord had commanded at the first to bless the people of Israel. And afterwards he read all the words of the law, the blessing and the curse, according to all that is written in the book of the law. There was not a word of all that Moses commanded that Joshua did not read before all the assembly of Israel, and the women and the little ones and the sojourners who lived among them. It's in the aftermath of the battle of Jericho that Israel finds itself in hot water with the Lord again. You see, all of the precious things in Jericho, they were to be devoted to the Lord. It was all to be destroyed. It was all to be burnt up. But there was a man named Achan who stole some of these treasures from the city of Jericho. And because of that, the next fight the Israelites got into, they lost. In fact, they were embarrassed by a much smaller force of much weaker people. And it's only after inquiring of the Lord that Joshua discovers that this man had violated God's command to devote all of the spoil of war in Jericho to destruction. This is a breaking of God's covenant. The people of Israel, because this took place, were now once again in a situation where the Lord was angry with them. So Joshua sets forth this task of renewing the covenant of the Lord so that all of the people of Israel would take seriously that which the Lord had told them. Here are three thoughts from Joshua chapter 8, verses 30 through 35, answering the question, how does Joshua renew the covenant? Thought number one, making sacrifices. Sacrifice is such an important part of religious faith in the Bible. In fact, you won't understand Christianity if you don't understand the Old Testament practice of sacrifice, where you devote something to God and then you destroy it or you burn it up or you use it in a festive celebration. Sacrifice is a vital part of the worship of the Lord, and it points us to the fact that Jesus Christ was ultimately sacrificed for his people. Joshua renews the covenant by making offerings to the Lord, by making sacrifice and peace offering to demonstrate that he and the people of Israel are going to renew their faith. Thought number two, copying the law. 
all of the law that the Lord had given to Moses, Joshua is going to copy. And he's not just going to copy it, but he's going to copy it into stone. And he's going to do this in front of the congregation of Israel. So imagine, if you will, a scenario where a million people, give or take, are watching you copy the Lord's law given to you by Moses. I'm just guessing that this took a long time, that it wasn't something super quick, but all of the people of Israel stood around and watched it. And I think this is vitally important for us to understand because it takes work to devote yourself to the law. It takes effort. It isn't something that just comes naturally or easily. In fact, your natural inclination is to violate God's law. So Joshua takes this time to write out God's law, copying the book of Moses, so that all of the people of Israel would see just how vitally important obedience is. Thought number three, reading the law. It isn't as if it was enough just for everyone to observe Joshua copying down the law in front of them. After he's finished, they are all still there gathered before him, and then he reads the entire thing to them again. There's a retelling of the law that is continually taking place before the people of Israel because they are just not able to keep it. Even though God had demonstrated his power and authority and control over and over again, the people of Israel still are so very apt to reject what he has said. Because of this, they have to listen to God's law again and again and again. They need to be routinely reminded of what the Lord has said in order for them to be obedient to his law. There's a little lesson in there for all of us. We need to continually be going back to the text of Scripture because our natural inclination is to violate it. So we need to devote ourselves to reading the Scriptures, to learning them, so that way we can know God and his law more thoroughly. These three thoughts come from the assigned reading of Joshua chapter 6 through 10. If you'd like to read through the Bible with me, you can do so by subscribing to this channel and clicking on the link in the description. You can also join the Facebook group Through the Bible, where we are reading the text of Scripture together.